Hey everybody, welcome to the Murphy Monday Podcast, the only podcast that celebrates the life and career of Eddie Murphy. I'm your host, Nigel A. Fullerton. This is the after show. This is These are episodes that we do in between the big episodes. The next movie we are talking about will be Netflix's You People. That's right. This movie premieres this week. We will have an episode for you next week, giving you our thoughts, our concerns, our predictions for what's next in Eddie Murphy's career. And all in all, just back again with another Eddie Murphy banger. Now, last week we had comedian Steve Turner on the podcast. In that episode, we talked about a little-known TV show called BT's Coming to the Stage. A comedy troupe out of Amityville, Long Island. Let's meet DV Entertainment. Is DV Entertainment about to come up in here and bug out for no reason? Yeah. Sitting up on that bullpen for nine weeks is making me crazy. Yeah. We're about to come up and represent. Let them know, Nige. I want all we got. <laughs> As many of you might know, I went on there with two of my friends. We went on as a comedy troupe. Uh, one of those friends was recurring guest John Fudge Rickenbacker. This week, I have a good friend of mine who is the other person that was a part of that. We're going to hear the other side of the coming to the stage story. If you haven't already, please like, share, and subscribe. Tell an Eddie Murphy fan to tell an Eddie Murphy fan that you love this podcast. Will all hearts and minds clear? Let's start this after show. Now, now <laughs> I got I to gotta get to this, this thing here. So I got to paint a picture. So uh-huh. in the episode that we just did with Steve Turner, we were talking about how we had to go up, right? We were on the show, and whether you did well or didn't do well, if you didn't go on to the next show, you had to go back into what they called the pit. Where it was like you back in the audience every single day cheering other people on. Now, after yeah. our performance, which, you know, it's still up for debate if we, if we did well or didn't. Um, but after our performance, you proceed to sit in the audience with a Jerry Curl wig, sunglasses, and like, basically, you look like a straight crip, like being there. <laughs> like, you look like you just walked oh, up the set of colors and, and it came to set that day. Now, walk me through uh, what happened, <laughs> what transpired that day. So, I was in my feelings a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, not Not being overly negative, but when we were on set and we were, you know, in the green room and we were just kind of like in the, in the main room and we were just pot- politicking, you know, going to the food hall, whatever, whatever. And, and it was just kind of like, we were the, that question mark. Everybody was, they stand up and they were on the stage by themselves. And we were literally the only truth. Um, and we were just a question mark. And, and we had, you know, Mark Curry, uh, Mark, the, that was just asking a lot of questions. He's asking a lot of questions. I'm like, man, I don't want to kind of spill all my beans. You know, you'll see when, when we cross that bridge, we'll see. You know, put us on 
and we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see what's going on. And um, so it was kind of like one of those deals where um, I kind of said, you know what, if, if, I, if I'm going out like this, because we were in the pit, we were there just sitting in the wings and, and not getting put on, I, I, I don't want to, you know, the glass started to get half empty for me. So I was like, if this is going to be like this, then we, I'm going out like, uh, you know, they're going to remember something. So that was kind of like my mentality um, because it, it took a few seasons, like a, a few weeks before, you know, they finally came around. So um, threw my little get up, you know what I mean? Put on my little, you know, my little cherry curls, got, got, got in the audience. And um, I guess the, 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 the character just took over me. You know, I just kind of got like into it, you know, and then he was talking his stuff and saying something and it rubbed me the wrong way. And me thinking, you know, I was a little bit in character, you know, I said, you know, listen here, man, you know, don't talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? it was it was hilarious because i i'll set it up because i remember this like clear saying you you borrowed my my jerry curl wig and i also had a rockaware shirt that i i i packed but i never wore it he was like yo let me borrow this shirt real quick and let me get this this uh uh, wig man that shirt yeah that that (laughs) shirt almost got me Uh, hey hey you remember we was on a strip oh no that was a different shirt that you wore (laughs) we told that story about us i I, you know what i think i cut it out the episode I cut it out the episode. Oh man! Um, now I put it back in there because I thought I was looking good until somebody came up and was like, "Bro, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing all that blue? Why are you wearing all that blue?" I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and then, and to the audience, I see, I look over there, you know, to my backup, and I see Nigel peeking out the window and Fudge peeking out the window, like, "Ooh, something's going on." You know what I mean? So, not to put it on y'all, not to blame y'all, but you know, um, it would have been nice if you guys were strapped that night. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember Mark Curry was going through the crowd and he was making fun of people. He was, he was like, he was just going through. And then the whole day you kept calling everybody Mark ass, you Mark ass. Like you was just walking around calling everybody a Mark. And... <laughs> And when when Mark Curry, he's going around making fun of the people, he gets to you and he's like, look at this guy looking like, like he's from Boys in the Hood and, and everybody's laughing and then dead silence and you go, Mark ass Curry. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, the whole production stopped like... <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't ready for like it, mark like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Like that yeah. that's one of like I didn't I forgot all about that too. And that was one of like one of my favorite moments from being there because it was it was that moment and I think the other moment I remember very well that I loved was when we went to the the rap party. And I don't know if you remember this part. I remember 
Mark Curry was in there drunk, and he was and he was calling everybody's name out, and he kept saying "DV Entertainment, DV Entertainment." And he was was I there? Yeah, he was there. Like in the vicinity, I was there, but was like, was I around when he was figuring that out? Yo, he was looking at us because we we didn't we didn't know anybody else really, so we all were together. We went there. Kim Fields. Kim Fields. No, Kim Coles was there because she told us we we had to remember we had a video camera, and she told us she's off duty. She doesn't want to record anything tonight. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. shut off the camera. Mark Curry is drunk, holding a bottle of Moet in his hand. Oh, <laughs> was Countess there too? Was Countess there? I think she was. I think she was. Oh wow! I think Countess was there, and he was just calling the names of DV Entertainment, and and it made it so hot that we had to leave the party because he just kept calling the names. He was standing on the couch (laughs) doing all this crazy stuff. That's a payback. It's a busy. I guess he was feeling some type of way after he got called a mark. Bro, we was really hanging with Mr. Cooper that night. (laughs) (laughs) So, 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 in hindsight, man, it's like those experiences, bro. Those experiences is like what it's all about. I mean, it was, it was definitely worth a plane ticket. It was definitely worth it. Um, that's, I guess, that's all I got to say about that. Now, the main question I, I I get asked a lot, especially when people who who have seen us on come to say the main question I get asked, and Denny Live has asked me this question. Steve Turner has asked me this question. A couple of people have asked me this question. Yo, where's the third guy? Now there were three of us. <laughs> and um I I I'm gonna assume they're referring to me. They're referring to you. Oh, wow. Ah. The third guy is still just living his best life. Um the third guy got a bunch of Little beautiful, you know, not, not let's say bunch, you know, three beautiful kids, beautiful wife, and uh, the third guy resides in Florida, and the third guy um, has been a vocalist for the last twenty five years. Ooh, talk so your talk, guy. eh? Talk your talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, 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 you know, the third guy is um, definitely not totally, you know done with what he does in terms of being an artist but um it's just not as uh, nowadays it's like i mean dudes that are getting put on now you know have two months on social media because they had a really great page or great you know um, um, um a cult following or they went viral and stuff like that so it's just one of those things where um it never stops you know, um, there's times where I'll go to events and I'll run into different, you know, guys like, you know, Flav or uh, I'll run into, uh, oh God, name escapes me right now. But it never stops. It's always like, well, you know, yeah, you might have not seen me here. You might have seen me there, but I'm still just 
doing what I do. So um, it's, it's basically where I'm at right now. Um, not auditioning. Um, and I, I, I guess that, I, I don't know. I don't know if that answers the question, but. No, nah, it answers the question. You ain't got to tell them nothing else to be like, yo, I've been on my grind. I've been singing. I've been making babies. Leave me alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's pretty much the long and short of it. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, very blessed. That's, that's where, where I say, you know, I'm, I'm blessed, not stressed, and I'm feeling good. So, that's And um, I live in Florida, and you got my info. So, if anything comes out of this, just hit me up. <laughs> no, just like, just, you know, a little promotion here, you know. But, uh, Definitely. Real, Do you have anything uh, you want to promote? Right. So I have a company up north, uh, out of New York, and um, it's a it's a band that um, you know we've been really building up our brand over the years, and it's been an amazing experience. So I fly up to New York probably about I don't know ten, fifteen, um, maybe maybe yeah, yeah, a few times a year, and um, w- what we do is we put on events for large, you know, corporate wedding events. The band is called Entourage Band New York. Uh, it's a great event band and uh, thriving. So um, we're going to have a lot of fun doing that project and building it up. And uh, outside of that, there's a lot of the things in the queue, but I can't talk about it now because it hasn't, you know, gone started yet. But for the most part, Entourage Band New York. Boom. The other question I wanted to ask you was when I said some things and I made some comments like um, my perspective on TV entertainment, my perspective on coming to the stage, you had a wildly, I felt like the energy or the the sounds you were making were kind of like, nah, fam, that's not the way I see it, fam. (laughs) And I just kind of want to, I just kind of want to hear what your perspective was, like kind of like, from from the eyes of you know Mister Mister Fullerton, um, give me give me your give me your thoughts. I I, I mean I've I've talked about uh, my experience on several podcasts, not on my podcast, but um, a lot of podcast experiences. Like I've talked about the coming to the stage experience. It um it was very bittersweet. <laughs> it was very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Like I like the fact that. We got to meet a lot of people like we, we're meeting like Marlon Wayans. We're meeting Anthony Anderson, Tracy right. Ross. Uh, we're meeting all these celebrities. Um, we're, we're, we're getting seen because remember, we used to walk around with our BET passes like in Hollywood just so we can get free stuff. Like I remember we went to Hollywood Boulevard just to show off <laughs> a little bit. Like we were trying to flex a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know until I wore the, wore the wrong outfit but go ahead proceed <laughs> <laughs> that's when we was in Inglewood that's listen, when... listen y'all I almost got murked out in the streets y'all yeah. Man, he I, said, it could have been a very different outcome he said <laughs> he said y'all not from here huh <laughs> Man, listen here <laughs> hey, Nigel, Nigel wouldn't have had nobody to call if something would have went left I'm just telling you, it was it was it was stressful for a minute. We left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We left. Once somebody said that, like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, y'all need to go. 
You're right. We need to go. Um, but yeah, I I cherish the experience, but to this day, and I'll be very honest with the the audience, I cannot watch all of that episode. I can only watch the second half of it. I can't watch the whole thing. And that's mainly because it's just it's cringeworthy and like it puts me back into a bad space because remember when we first went up and we didn't do well, we had to go back on. <laughs> and there was a period of time where they couldn't find me <laughs> because I didn't want to go back to set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um it's like even now, like I have all the footage. Oh, I have some of it. I don't have all of it. But even now, I can't watch it. And then as I'm doing research for this episode, I see that little JJ had dissed us. And it still kind of hits a nerve <laughs> from that time. Mm. So I, the thing is, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched it either um, in its entirety. And... um I've also been in really great productions where things have gained the uh, engine has been firing on all cylinders. And I've also been in productions where it's just lackluster or less than favorable uh, on, on, on my part, you know, and, and um, I, I just, that's the way I took it when it came down to the, the long and short of Like I, I just took it where it's like, wow, it was one of those things where we were doing what we were doing and we were on for 90% of the time. And then we just had a minute where it was just like, we had to adjust to the new environment, the new, the cameras and all that stuff. And it's, it's not nothing unusual. And I, I, and I really, you know, want to send a, a token of gratitude for you, especially fudge and you, because you guys just kept going. You know, you found your voice on stage. Um, Fudge has found his voice on stage. You have your podcast, which you've been running for for a number of years, where, you know, there's times where I I have to watch, you know, a few episodes because um, this is a Nigel that I'm just now discovering, where it's like your voice, you're finding more and more content and, and that will, that, that really, you know, amplifies who you are. And, and I, I got to say, man, you know, all of those experiences from back then kind of put you where you are today. I mean, who's to say if it wasn't for that experience, um, would it have built another coat of armor for you? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of like the way I look at it. And I, I watch you guys. So I, I haven't, you know, had the chance to speak to you a ton of times, but I did want to tell you, I mean, I'm really proud of the way that you've, you've kind of just kept moving forward because you believed in, you know, yourself and you believed in what you wanted to do in the long run. So, um, or what you, what you're still aspiring to do. So that's, that's, that's a big deal for me, you know, to watch that. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, it's the, it's the truth. Now, I wasn't expecting that, but no, I, ex- I accept it. I, dude, I accept it. I, I, I really do. I really do. 
I was just going to say now, since this is a Eddie Murphy podcast, mm. I have to ask you, and this is what I ask all my, all my guests. What are your top five Eddie Murphy movies? Oh, jeez. So, um, listen here. A lot of, there's a lot of mixed uh, reaction on that Dolomite movie, but my uncle was like, he, he <laughs> definitely corrupted me with a lot of Dolomite. So I that know. was really refreshing. I only that know Dolomite. I only know Dolomite <laughs> movies from you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You don't know say you rat eating mother you know so i'm yeah. like yo this dude when he did that i was like you know what you that sealed it for me yes there's the golden child i will watch that anytime it comes on i will not change the channel you know what i'm saying um i love that movie um what else is on 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 the queue there uh there's one that's coming out now soon in a few in a few days on netflix that i'm, I'm hoping that'll be some of favorite of mine um did you hear about that while well, you heard about yeah that. we're uh we're covering did. that um end of this week we're going to be talking about the uh you people that's coming out on netflix starring eddie you murphy people. and Nia long right 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 so i'm really hoping that's going to be a, a stunner but um you know, coming to America is a cult classic. Man, I'm definitely part of that cult. Um, what else we got out there, man? Yeah, two more, two more. Uh, you know, it's not a movie, but you know, a lot of his stuff from Saturday Night Live, you know, was really kind of um, great for me. I mean, uh, doing the whole "Won't You Be My Neighbor" joint. Uh, too hot for the hot tub. Um, even when he came back out, he um, um, on Saturday Night Live and did it, did, did his little cameo uh, a few years back. Um, I stopped what I was doing just to make sure I watched that live, and I don't watch Saturday Night Live, so uh, that a lot was, of people don't. Big for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not the only one. <laughs> and um, so uh, I got the Golden Child. I got. Um, you know, come to America, of course. Um, I, I, I got a Dolomite. I can Dolomite, and I'm going to say Charlie in that life. I'm, I'm going to just throw that in there because there's a lot of episodes to the game that I watched. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why people don't include his comedy specials. I had that on repeat, going up and down. When I went to school, I went to school upstate. It was like a three-hour drive, so I listened to Raw. I would, you know, what I'm saying, I listened to Raw. Until my CD just didn't stop, didn't work anymore, you know, mm. and that was a big one for me as well. So I, I got to include that one because it's about as long as a damn movie, and um, it really just kind of changed my thought process and how you know um, things should be delivered, you know, stories, comedy, comedic stories, and and that was a, a big deal for me. So I got to include Raw. All right, so we got Raw, Coming to America, Dolomite, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live, and mm-hmm. The Golden Child. Golden Child. All right. See, everybody's five isn't the same. Everybody has a different five. We don't discriminate at at the Murphy Monday podcast. Uh, however, you left off movies like Life. You left off movies like Harlem Nights. You left off movies like Boomerang. 
<laughs> I did. I did. And, and let me tell you something. I've seen all of those movies. You know, uh-huh. I've seen all of them. And um, uh, it's just like, like we're talking now. Those are the ones that just I didn't know you were going to ask a question, and those are the ones that bubbled up to, the, to my to my psyche. You know, like, um, but life, boomerang. I mean, come on, man, freaking toe in the bottle, and and, and that, that wasn't Eddie Murphy's part, but it's just <laughs> the the guys are the guys are a chameleon. You know, I love what he brought to show business, man. And the fact that he's from, you know, our neck of the woods really made it a lot sweeter. That's dope. That's dope. Now, where can the people, if they want to book your band, where where can they go to, to book you? Yeah, they just jump on Entourage Band New York um, dot com or on the, or Instagram, Entourage Band New York. Um, we are, you know, top bands 2022 on The Knot. So you'll find us on The Knot. It's a big... Uh, wedding and um i guess catering and it's a website where you can find a lot of um great great highly rated um event planners and, and bands so the not entourage band in new york and uh just hit us up drop us a line and uh we'll make it happen for you you know doesn't have to be wedding corporate events and all that good stuff too all right, dope. Uh, thank you again for doing this. Uh, audience, please, please, please like, share, subscribe. Tell Nettie Murphy fan to tell Nettie Murphy fan that you love this podcast. And with all hearts and minds clear, let's end this show. All right. Next week, we will be talking about Netflix's You People, directed by Kenya Barris, starring Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, and Neil Long. I'd like to thank my guest, Adrian McCready, for being on the podcast. I'd like to thank you guys for always keeping me informed. Yes, you, the listening public. I could not make this podcast without you guys. Potty time. Potty time.